Kehechepec. Yes, this podcast is entitled Kehechepec. Now, whether you know it or not, Kehechepec is the word for God or Divine Father, as expressed by the character Friday in the immortal classic film Robinson Crusoe on Mars. And very late in the movie, when Robinson Crusoe, who is actually Colonel Paul Draper, an American astronaut in the 1960s, marooned on the Red Planet, talking to his Friday, who is an escaped mine slave, who has been escaped uh, and liberated from the domination of the alien drones that murder and enslave his poor tragic race, he and Friday, that is, and Colonel Draper have a discussion about God and God in Psalm 23 terms, which the movie has already shown us, is tantamount to, parallel to, and the same as the divine order whom Friday worships, known as Kehechepec. Well, I want to talk about Kehechepec a little bit, or God, in this podcast, which you might call it PZ's puzzled and eccentric but very personal contribution to the doctrine of God. Now, the point of the assay into the doctrine of God is a continuing feeling and impression that I have that those atheists who are so um, on the warpath against God today, from Steely Dan to uh, almost everyone you read about who writes things today, and uh, a governing impulse which is not just the nons, but something more acerbic and determined, that the view of God that a lot of people believe that Christians in particular and religious people in general hold is really misinformed uh, on the part of its critics and misunderstood. And this came to me so clearly in a study that I've continued for many, many years, actually, in in Earth terms, as uh, I experience it, of the remarkable little movie, Robinson Crusoe on Mars. This movie, by the way, is recently available at every Barnes & Noble you might attend on Sundays, and uh, because it was uh, packaged in the Criterion Collection, so you can see it now. And this movie is both loved and maligned by critics of the genre because on the one hand, it's cool. It's just extremely well done. It has a great soundtrack by Van Cleave. It has wonderful old-fashioned special effects. It has a tremendous uh, um, and, and really stirring uh, depiction of alien predator drone aircraft. And uh, it is uh, really, um, all in all, a, a, a remarkable, odd little gem with a lot of flaws, as you'll see when you see it, because it's rather flat in its emotional affect, except, unusually, in the places where either the drones come into it, where there's threat, or in the cases where religious faith comes into it, where there's a kind of moving, odd unity between the poor chap who's been freed from the grip of the alien drones and uh, the American astronaut. But what is so intriguing about it is the way that God is understood. In the essay that the Criterion Collection uh, um, offers in its beautifully souped-up 
print of Robinson Crusoe on Mars. There's a huge blooper. When the critic is saying, there is, writes the critic, a religious subtext to this movie, in particular the seemingly divine um, gift at all the right moments of uh, oxygen, uh, water, and food to the marooned astronaut. Nevertheless, the film still has da 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 Nevertheless, uh, uh, that is very interesting. But still... But still, uh, the presumption on the part of the critic is that the religious so-called subtext is something that uh, has to be uh, put off to one side as opposed to the but still, the movie is still credible. And uh, this uh, particular viewer <coughs> has obviously not really seen the, the movie as the actual movie presents God because, you see, God – let's just talk about God. God is uh, not um, – in the deepest uh, understanding and experience of God, some kind of divine um, uh, character that is anthropomorphic and sits on a throne. Remember what Cousins, the words he puts into the mouth of Ernest Cudlip, the remarkable and redoubtable and extremely um, um, wise vicar of St. Ambrose Church, Manhattan. He says, don't talk about our Lord, he says, in such anthropomorphic terms. He lectures one of his seminarian assistants. We don't want to be anthropomorphic while still preserving that benign and ultimately graceful character of Ketchepec that we find in life. Now, the God that is portrayed in, uh, that is, uh, yeah, to which the uh, heroes of Robinson Crusoe on Mars give thanks, is a God quite different from the God who everybody thinks is the God of the Christians and who everybody is so nervous about and anxious about and wants to attack on buses and new billboards and so forth. It's really, um, that's, that's a God of the reaction, of a reaction formation. The God here is actually a God who is uh, made um, present and incarnate in the scenario of Robinson Crusoe on Mars through the instinctual life of the stowaway little animal who's actually been found and is no longer a stowaway named Mona the Woolly Monkey because this little pet who was saved from the crashed and destroyed vehicle of Colonel Draper's colleague, McCready, little Mona the Woolly Monkey in little Mona's spaceship, spacesuit, uh, is actually the vehicle for God to speak and to provide for the astronaut. Uh, the rocks that produce oxygen when near fire are stumbled upon, yes, indeed, by the astronaut. But the discovery of water is entirely because of the um, the instinctual uh, gravitation of the animal towards where he can find water. And he does find water for the astronaut. As it turns out, and secondly, food, these kind of tuberous plants that are um, in one of the pools that they find in the cave, that also is uh, located by the woolly monkey, Mona. And the point is very clearly made even at the very end of the film when uh, under attack from the drones and uh, at the last stages of their Pilgrim's Progress across the face of the planet, Death Valley, we know, towards the polar ice cap at the very last stages of the film, Mona 
in their lowest hour leads them once again to water. And the connection between Mona and God's provision is clearly presented. In other words, the makers of this movie are not trying to say that God is the supposed deus ex machina who, sort of humanly speaking, comes in, but reason does not um, um, endow or uh, with any kind of reality. It is actually the um, instinctual life of the sentient being that leads them to their provision. Uh, The instinctual life which is in service of life, survival, hope, and ultimately of the bondedness and profound uh, love that um, first Colonel Draper shows to Friday in releasing him at the near cost of his life from the alien drones on the one hand, and then the sacrifice by which Friday, the Victor Lundin character, first saves... uh, um, um, Colonel Draper from a, 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 a terrible ashen flood, and secondly, by giving him his oxygen tablets uh, and depriving him of his own, shows a self-sacrificing love, which is ultimately rewarded. Now, this is not the God who you have to then say, but still, this is a God which is very close, in fact, to an author I've often spoken to here, but simply had a good idea, which is that ultimately God, he used to say, is instinct. Now, that doesn't exhaust the entity. But Wiley was saying when he said in Opus 21 and in The Magic Animal and in actually any number of his unsuccessful books that always contain good ideas, as a Harvard Crimson reporter in 1947, great line as a headline uh, where the Crimson reviews um, Wiley's book uh, Opus 21, and the young undergraduate reviewer from the Harvard Crimson writes, uh, a, a lousy book, Good Ideas, uh, he picks this up. The idea that Wiley had was that if you want to know who God is, look at instinct. If you want to understand what the life force which unifies and binds all living things together, with the exception possibly of man who's constantly putting everything in moralistic and super egotistical terms, that's another question, but a related question. If you want to know who God is, follow the we say follow the money, which is only partially true. He says follow the instinct, follow the instinctual life of the creature towards survival, procreation, and the future, because by definition, the animal is instinctually um, driven to the future, towards propagation and the future, and the future of the race, the future of the... And if we get in the way of that, we destroy the natural progression and end up messing up everything. This has enormous implications, but he wants to say that God is instinct. Tartrebeck! Kachapek is instinct. Well, um, according to Friday in the movie Robinson Crusoe on Mars, Kachapek is divine order who Paul Mantee, the actor who plays Colonel Draper, says, uh, or is it Commander Draper? He says, um, good father, big father. So the Christian astronaut wants to define God as big father, i.e. good father, good, good person. And the alien slave who's been freed, wants to say divine order. The two are together, and people who miss this, they miss Mona. They don't understand what Mona the monkey is all about. Now, let me say one other thing about that. William James, the famous um, in his day, and to some extent still today, Harvard philosopher slash psychologist of religion, you can't really put him in modern terms because academic bifurcation and schematic thinking has reduced the kind of broad search after truth that uh, William James made his life's work, which is beautifully and very poetically expressed in his classic book, The Variety's Religious Experience, but also expressed in a number of other books and 
uh, literary productions of James, he wrote towards the end of his life that he had been pre-Freudian here. He had been trying to understand um, God because he didn't want to let go of the notion of God. God seemed to him a quantity, an entity that you had to allow for in the overall unity of human experience. And so he said, uh, against many who were atheists even then, he said that uh, God, uh, Kohachebek, for William James, God is the unconscious. He said he'd been trying to find a term that seemed to match what 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 people's experience actually was upon study and survey. And he came up with the use of the word the unconscious. That is to say, that which is unconsciously universal, primarily the drive towards hope and life, not a death wish. He didn't. He was not acquainted with the notion which I increasingly find specious. Uh, I find death wish is a neurotic characteristic of the human being, but the drive to survival is a more, uh, the drive towards healing and curative uh, possibilities in the human condition and in the uh, animal condition is far more resonant than the death wish, which I'm not sure what I make of that, but that's not, that's another thing to discuss. And who am I to talk about this with any degree of grasp except through pastoral work over the years and some study of theology. But this I would say that when William James says that God can be perhaps um, approached through the use of the word the unconscious, I think he's saying something very worthwhile, a little bit close to what Wiley is trying to say, but perhaps broader because the unconscious is this tremendously curative, uh, healing, uh, repetitive desire to find salvation. Uh, that uh, And I use salvation in the broadest sense of foundness, home, peace, serenity, anchoredness, the base state, a coming to terms with the base state of the human being. I find this a very um, evocative and poetic and possible uh, creative term to also link itself with God. And so this is what I wanted to say. Those who very easily want to attack God with tremendous vehemence, and I believe they're probably most often attacking bad fathers. That's a, just a suspicion I have, and I may be wrong, but I think the, 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 the crusading type of atheist that we seem to be hearing from a lot these days, I think is often someone who is just full of a kind of outrage. The very, I've been noticing how much the word outrage is used on the internet now. Everybody is always getting outraged at this magazine or at that person or at that speech or to use the wrong word in a world of identity politics, which is very much the world we now live in, outrage against some virtual uh, incursion or attack upon identity, political uh, um, um, goodness. Uh, this word is very striking. I sense outrage among a lot of the atheists from whom we hear, but I don't really see that it is uh, directed against that which is really God and God is seen much more in either the natural religion of Friday in Robinson Crusoe One Mars or on the slightly benign, projected, but uh, 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 ultimately Psalm 23, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, because we hear the 23rd Psalm in the uh, movie uh, very poetically and very true to the source, which is Daniel Defoe's novel in uh, the latter part of this remarkable film with all its flatness and uh, latitude rather as opposed to longitude of feeling. Uh, the feeling is reserved for the dread of the drones on the one hand or the orb of the gratitude and the love which begins to come into it when Friday and 
Colonel Draper, Robinson Crusoe, reveal themselves to one another as having so much that is in common that is based upon a nurturing and even sacrificial, generous approach to one another, which is mutual. Now, I leave you with that. I want to ask you to consider Mona as God's instrument, Mona the woolly monkey in the now easily available Robinson Crusoe on Mars, by the way, has a great score by that fabulous Van Cleave, a writer I'm hoping to do a podcast on one of these days, a writer of Hollywood scores who really hit home run after home run in an odd kind of a genre. But um, I also want to underline the very... um, heuristic to me um, possibility inherent in William James's early use of the word uh, unconscious to describe who God is. And in this sense, God is that which binds us all together, that which is leading us to survival, hope and cure and foundness and serenity and home, more perhaps in the AA 12-step sense than in a personal being. And yet uh, underneath it, is a God of, uh, uh, there's this insight that God is also benign as opposed to um, murderous. And this is a, a risk. This is the element of the wager that God is not just curative and uh, the spark of instinctual and unconscious survival in the world of nature, but that there is within it a, a deeply um, uh, pastoral, or let's say ameliorative, ameliorative urge to human good and thriving that is ultimately rooted in fatherhood. And I don't have any problem in saying motherhood. That is positive and graceful parenting is a very useful uh, image which always involves grace, mercy, absolution, kindness, and forgiveness, and ultimately in so many cases of parenting, sacrifice, that if we lay those two um, notions of God, the 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 love which is sacrifice, which admittedly is um, uh, will be for some people more questionable uh, and will run into their own experience of dread and parental abandonment, dereliction, and uh, even angry um, victimization. That will be the more questionable of the two, but let's at least see that the instinctual unconscious urge as expressed in Mona the monkey's finding of food and water repeatedly in this remarkable little movie from 1964, released, made in 63, that this will perhaps broaden and deepen the apologia for Kahuchapek in the uh, current milieu. And I'm all for Kahuchapek. And I want you to perhaps change the name so that we can have a new kind of uh, front, fronta, in the attempt to win back the humility, which is instinctual, but now turned very often into a kind of arrogant death wish, which ultimately ends in suicide, anger, and uh, deep depression. Depression, most characteristically, in the human being who, without gratitude, that we will perhaps, through the gift of Kochepec's uh, possibility, open up a new front in the desire to regain a little bit of a hearing in a world which ultimately will find itself 
depressed beyond belief without some kind of uh, perspective, which Kahuchapek, God, can offer. Thank you so very much, and God bless.